everybody. Welcome to another episode of Ghoul Girls. I'm your host, Britt, and today I have another special guest since you guys begged and pleaded to have her back. Say hello to Angel. What's up, everybody? I'm back. You know how many times we practiced that? She did a high voice and a deep voice, and then she did like a spooky voice. Mm -hmm. Should I show them my sexy voice? I thought that was a, I thought that was your sexy voice. Uh, uh, yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, say thank you to Angel for coming back on. I had a dragger here. She's still tied to the chair, but um, <laughs> you know we're back and we're gonna do another episode. Our next episode is actually episode eighteen. We're almost at twenty. It's been a long run, but we're getting there. And Angel, what's the name of this episode? This one, I remember the title. Thank God. It's called Crazy for You. Yes, and this episode, we're going to deal into some stories about stalkers, stalking, just all around. It's a true crime episode. We haven't done one of those in a while, so I wanted to bring it back. I've been in a true crime mood. I like those stories. They always make me more paranoid than I should be. It's horrible. Yep, I enjoy them. <laughs> she enjoys my scary, par not even paranormal, my scary true crime. True crime. Yes. Anyways, before we dive into the whole stalker stalkery thing um i want to enlighten you on some good news that i've been hearing about in the paranormal world not really paranormal but um i actually had a couple people tell me about their like recent incidents with like paranormal stuff mm -hmm. it's a couple of my friends one of my friends um actually it was a paranormal he was just telling me how he actually lives near um have you seen silent hill yeah okay he lives near the place where that is at really yeah, because I guess it's based off a real actual city. Yeah. Um, and he was actually telling me how he'd actually been there, and he sent me pictures of a street that had a bunch of penises spray painted <laughs> on it. <laughs> oh my god, of course, of course. Yeah, it was like a bunch of, like, penises. <laughs> um, it was, it was really weird. Um, but pretty much, it's a, it's a ghost town. It's in a. I believe it's Columbia County, Pennsylvania, the United States. Mm -hmm. um, I think it had, I think they were saying it was like about a thousand residents uh, from 1980 to 63 by like 1990s or whatever. Mm -hmm. Anyways, he was showing me, sent me pictures of the Dick Street. Um, <laughs> it does look pretty creepy from the pictures I saw online. Um, but unfortunately, I think now after so many people have like vandalized it, yeah. I think he told me there's a lot of, uh, you know, like, probably crackheads there. Oh, yeah, probably. Because if I was a crackhead, I would want to be in the Silent Hill-inspired town True. on crack. On crack. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know why people always associate associate you with penises on the <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, that's a good question. You know what? Okay, so it's so funny. I was into this podcast earlier about reincarnation and stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, this guy, who was a doctor, and he did hypnosis to try and, like, I guess this girl, she had a lot of fears. Like, like a lot of phobias. It's like phobia of spiders, going outside, water. Like, she was just, like, a fucking giant omnibus of fucking phobias. Yeah. So he's like, oh, you know, let me hypnotize this bitch. You mm -hmm. know, she probably had some childhood trauma. Turns out um, she had all these phobias because, I guess in her she had a past life and one of her biggest phobias was like drowning or something and that was what she had died from was yeah. drowning mm -hmm. and so then this doctor was like holy shit that's it you know i can hypnotize people anyways so the whole point of what i'm saying <laughs> is that i think maybe in my old past life 
I probably choked on a penis. <laughs> and then, and from there, maybe, I don't know, man. Were you a madam in your past life? I, I wouldn't mind being a madam. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's a lot of studies about it. Like, okay, it was really interesting, like, hearing them talk about it because they were explaining how, like, um, let's say that, like, you have an irrational fear of spiders. Yeah. And, like, you're really scared of spiders. You don't know why. It's just this fear of spiders. And then maybe in your past life, you got bit by a spider and died. Mm-hmm. Or how people have, like, irrational fears of, like, heights. Maybe you fell off of something. Oh, yeah. I hate heights. I'm scared of heights. Really? Yeah. I used to be scared of heights. Dude, like, I won't even go on the roof. I'll cry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. When I go on a plane, like, oh, my God, I freak out. <laughs> I have a fear of planes, but I also have, like, a really... Like, I feel like I have a really big connection to, like, World War II. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like maybe I had a past life in there. Maybe I was, like, a nurse. Well, I don't I don't think I was a nurse because I'm not good with, like... I mean, I'm good with blood. Like, I could see blood. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't think I could, like, stitch things up. And mm-hmm. I have a really big fear of nails being taken off of me. Like, that's one of my... Like, I draw the line. I cannot watch movies, videos of people taking off their nails. Oh, my God. Like, it's my biggest... My biggest fear, aside from zombies, uh-huh. is... Fucking when your nail comes off of your finger. Uh, oh God, maybe I was like, a, maybe I was tortured in my past life. Probably. Oh, what do you think would be your past life? Um, I don't know. Sleeping. <laughs> She's like, oh my ass. Sleeping beauty. All I do is sleep, so I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, maybe you were in like a coma or something in your past life. Now you want to sleep, dude. All I want to do, I, I can sleep anywhere. Anywhere. Really? At work, I go to sleep. You're like, don't say that. People are I don't, I don't people go to sleep at work, damn it. I don't sleep there. She would never do that, never. I promise you. <laughs> but maybe you you could have been like an anesthesiologist in the past life. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. No irrational fears aside from heights? Just, um, I don't like snakes at all. Snakes. <gasps> you were Indiana Jones. Probably. I love that movie, too. Oh, my God, it's like one of my favorites. Yeah, I also heard another podcast about, like, um, they're talking about, like, the crystal skulls and shit, because apparently mm-hmm. that's a real thing. I didn't know that. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like a fucking a bunch of, like, societies all over the world have crystal skulls, oh, and they're not even connected. They're just random tribes and stuff that never even had any way of contact with each other had these strange crystal skulls. How crazy. It's pretty interesting. That sounds interesting. <laughs> Maybe we'll do an episode about it. Yeah, we gotta do know. that. <laughs> Look, we're already pre-gaming our Halloween episodes, guys. So hopefully if you guys stick around long enough, I'm actually being more organized with my episode list. I'm making an Excel sheet. Yes, yes. We do that at work. <laughs> we do do that at work. Maybe that's why I don't want to do it in real life. <laughs> oh my God. I, do want, I still want to do like a, a Bruja witch episode. Oh yes. Oh, my friend is so down. Yeah? Yeah. You're just going to bring us on a very special, I don't know, what does she call herself? Um, Christina. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't have like a special cool like name for her. No. No. I call her my Christina. (laughs) (laughs) No, like, um, like, like what she does, you have some people like when they're psychics, they call themselves like mediums or like some people call themselves like bruja. I don't know. Do people actually call themselves brujas? I don't know. I don't think so because that's probably kind of bad, no? I don't know. Like I'm a bruja. You have Wiccans that call themselves like you know Wiccans, you have Druids, you know all that other yeah. shit. I don't know. We'll we'll have to ask her if she's ever down to come on to this podcast. She's she told me she was down. She's like, just oh, let really? me know and I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna let you know. So. Christina, if you ever listen to this, 
She will. You better listen, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, like pretty much I'm just giving you guys like a, the stuff that I've been learning, you know, because me, I'm always into like the spooky and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're doing a true crime episode, but I always like to throw in a bit of like paranormal shit. And it was just like something that I've been kind of like, I fall down these rabbit holes where I get really into certain topics. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm really into like hypnosis and like uh, fucking... Um, Brujeria? Past lives. <laughs> Brujeria is coming up. But like, more into like past lives and stuff like that. I don't know. It's just been yeah. bugging me because now I'm like, oh, dude, I want to do like an Ouija board session mm. and I want to try and like contact my past life. Okay. Angel's already shaking her head at me. Hey, She's hell already no. like, hell no. <laughs> but I, I really get like that. I do want to do. I started following this um, forum on Reddit called Three Kings, which is pretty much like a place where people talk about how they played like spirit games mm-hmm. with people from the other side yeah so there's the one about the bathtub oh yeah that one i was like dude there's too many rules for that yeah one. it was like I, 50 break rules them off. <laughs> like, I'm like I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's also the elevator game i don't know if you heard that one no that one's really creepy you go into an elevator you press the floors in a certain number mm-hmm. and then you step out and then you step back in and then it'll go to a 13th floor which if you know this not a lot of buildings have the 13th floor. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. It's very rare. Very superstitious. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. But anyways, a 13th floor will appear, and then on the as soon as you open the doors, there'll be a woman on the other side. So. Oh, that's kind of creepy. Got a little goosebumps. Got a little goosebumps. Oh, shit. <laughs> goosebumps. But there's that one. There's also the Three King game that involves a mirror and a dark room and a candle, mm-hmm. which I'm totally freaked out about dark yeah, rooms that and mirrors. Yeah. Mirrors. They psychologically fuck you up, man. Oh, yeah. They always say mirrors are portals to the other side. Have you ever seen that movie, um... Mirrors? No, it's not mirrors. Oculus. No, what is it called? Damn it. It was like my... Oh, the skeleton key. Skeleton key? Why does that sound familiar? It's with Kate Hudson and... Oh, is that like it takes place in like the bayou, Louisiana? Yeah, and they have like the whole mirror thing. Yeah. And she doesn't know that she actually does a spell on herself and like she turns... Her spirit goes into like the old lady and she... The old lady spirit goes into her... Oh, yeah. no. oh, it's a good movie. Yeah, I don't. I, I think I've seen it, but I probably was a really long time ago. Yeah, it's a really old movie. It's like a custom like voodoo, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I love voodoo movies and stuff like that. I really want to do another episode about like curses and shit. Because mm-hmm. there'd be some crazy ass shit that goes down. Like, if there's anything that I believe in, like black magic is one of like the associated with like voodoo and like shit like that. That's just fucking scary. That is I'm scary. not down. I don't want to die. But mm-hmm. then again. But then again, if I am if I get killed by a ghost, I want it to be documented and on my death certificate I want it to say death by Black Magic. (laughs) Not Black Magic, ghost, ghost, okay. Uh, By ghost. (laughs) By ghost. Ghost or alien. Imagine being the first person to be killed by aliens but it being documented. My face would be plastered everywhere. I would be in history books. You would. As the that one bitch who got killed by aliens. That's crazy. (laughs) Anyways, guys. The name of this episode. Crazy for you. Crazy for you. It's about stalker stalking. Um, let me tell you guys a little bit about stalking, stalkerism, you know, what it means. So I came across this word that I've never heard before my whole entire life. And I wanted to share it with you because it really like, I've never heard that terminology before. before. Mm-hmm. It's called erotono, ero, erotomania. Mm. Er- erotomania mm-hmm. which pretty much is the exaggerated form of a like usually female or male typical behaviors that occur when psychiatric disorders such as obsession obsessionality antisocial personality and delusional like delusions are pretty much 
added with the mix of loneliness and like deficient self-esteem. So pretty much it's like when you are obsessed with someone uh-huh. that you have no business being obsessed before because you guys don't have any form of romantic relationship. Yeah. It's just your one-sided feelings towards that person. Pretty much it's a like delusion of belonging to someone oh, and that okay. person belonging to you even though there's no actual real established relationship between you and that person. Okay. Which is one of the occurrence that happens when you stalk someone. Because mm-hmm. I guess there's there are different like classifications of stalking. You know, there's stalking with malicious intent. Like you really hate someone. Yeah. Whenever your way, there's also stalking where you become obsessed with that person and you want to really just devil your way into their life and yeah. just fucking just be with them. Crazy, crazy shit. Also, like some st- stat- statistics. Mm-hmm. I always have trouble with words with st in it. Statistics. <laughs> Um, 7.5 million people are stalked every year. Oh my god. That's a lot of fucking people. That is. I don't even know 100 people. Seriously. I know like, maybe like, eight. <laughs> Specific number eight. <laughs> and that's most of my family that actually talks to like four of them. Just kidding guys, just kidding. Um, one in six and one in 17 men, however, are actually stalked in, that's a pretty low number actually yeah know, surprisingly it doesn't happen very often but 61% and 44% okay 61% of females and 44% of males were actually stalked by previous lovers oh shit. so more than 50% of the women that are stalked are stalked by previous lovers, lovers. oh my god like and let me yeah that that one always tripped me out because as someone who i haven't had very many relationships with him like mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. i can't really picture any of them stalking me but if i ever am walking home alone at night like i always feel like someone's looking at me mm-hmm. and then i always feel like you know what if someone's watching me i mean it's not i mean yeah you're being stalked in a way but uh, i don't know for me i'm it's kind of a fear of mine yeah Especially because, like, social media is so fucking out there. Like, everyone knows your business. It literally pings you on a map. I didn't know this. I found this out a couple like, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. On Snapchat, yeah. it shows you your location to everyone in that area. But if you turn it off, I... I didn't know it was a thing. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, girl, I put mine on ghost mode. Ain't nobody knowing where I'm at. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just saying, like... I didn't know that shit. I didn't know that was an actual thing That's crazy. that happens. I ended up looking it up and I was like, holy shit, people can literally see where you're... I mean, all it takes is for someone to be, you know, obsessed with you, past lover, past... You know, not even someone from your past, just someone you meet who just takes a liking to you, has this obsession, develops that erotomania. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And all it takes is for them making a fake account, getting hold of your social media, and they can literally track you anywhere. It's really easy to just stalk someone yeah you know and like most of the time you know a lot of i don't want to say that a lot of the laws aren't really taken seriously but i mean it takes a lot to actually really like label someone as yeah yeah Yeah, it's hard because you can you can follow i don't i'm not gonna say you can follow someone but if they're not doing you any like public public harm like they like put those restrictions on you but i feel like most of the time it's like the same thing when you go missing like let's say um you know a lot of cases that i've read with true crime is that like the kid 
goes missing, mm-hmm. um, depending on the age group, they're 15, 16, 17, automatically they will not even report those kids missing yeah. until it's like a whole day or two. Yeah, because like they're hours like or runaways. Like that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they call them runaways, but that's actually not even a real procedure anymore. Yeah. But that's, you know, what can you say? You know, not everyone treats it as important, in my opinion, as it should be. I think there are a lot of things that happen on social media that, like, people turn a blind eye to. Like, cyberbullying is actually a really big thing right now. Yeah. Cyberstalking is pretty bad. Come on, people. Wake up. This is scary stuff. Heck, yeah. Uh, anyways, um, I have a couple more statistics that I thought was pretty interesting. Um, she's actually seen my handy-dandy notebook. <laughs> Oh, she's gonna like squirt stuff out of her nose right now. <laughs> I'm about to spit this right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I thought was pretty interesting, um, I was reading about like how other company cu- countries have their like a uh, stocking kind of statistics. Mm-hmm. Um, and in Australia, it was uh, 23 of the Australian population reported to have been stalked. Oh my god, that's a big fucking percentage in my opinion. Like. That's a lot of people that have been stalked. Yeah. But, you know, well, like, whatever. That's it's different than us. It must be a smaller country. I don't know. It Maybe is it's easier country. to, like, follow people around. That's true. It's a lot of people. I don't know. Anyways, that was just something that, that was really interesting. Anyway, so let's get into our stories. All right. Do you want to go first, Angel, or do you want me to go first? Uh, you could go first. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll go first. We'll let you um, go first. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So the first person I actually wanted to talk about, um, she was actually a famous actress. Okay. And then don't judge me if I pronounce her name wrong because I have trouble pronouncing names. Me too. If, if you've ever listened to this podcast, I butcher every single name. You don't know how many times Jessa told Jess has told me we need to make a drinking game out of you pronouncing different words in the podcast series. It's, it's pretty freaking terrible. So pretty much um, the person I want to talk about, her name was Rebecca Schaefer. Okay. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. It sounds familiar. So she was born in uh, November 6, 1967. Mm-hmm. Um, she was actually an American model and an actress. Uh, she landed a role in, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the show called My Sister Sam. No. Um, she played the role as of uh, Patricia Russell, or Patty is what they would call her on CBS. It's a comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, the series, they filmed like a bunch of, a uh, couple couple seasons, so it was actually really well known. Um, Rebecca was actually, had a crazed stalker friend, mm-hmm. which ended up resulting in her death at 21 oh when God. he shot her point blank with a pistol at her home in oh, Los Angeles. Oh, yes. I remember this story. Yes. And she was really pretty, really bright. Um, she was actually born in Eugene, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the only daughter of uh, Dana and Miss Dr. Benson Schaefer. So her father was a doctor. And her mother, I believe, was a writer and instruction instructor at the Portland Community College. Oh, wow. So it was pretty cool. They actually moved to Portland where she was raised. Um, her dad, her dad was actually a psychologist a psychologist child psychologist which was you know it's even sad because it's their only daughter they were a jewish family um she actually reported when she was younger that she actually wanted to be a rabbi she wanted to grow up to be a rabbi oh wow but instead as she got older in high school she actually became more interested in modeling Mm -hmm. so she actually had modeled for a few catalogs in high school which i'm like that's really really incredible because when i was in high school i was eating baked hot cheetos (laughs) 
high school life consisted of big hot Cheetos. <laughs> this bitch is out here modeling. That's kudos to her. That was freaking amazing. Um, I would eat. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I would wear my brother's clothes. <laughs> and, and be a skater. Holy <laughs> shit. was a skater boy. Yeah, I, I thought I was Gwen Stefani, that's why. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. You look like Gwen Stefani. You're beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Anyway. That was a long time ago. <laughs> long time ago. Okay, and um, like I said, in uh, late 1984, um, Schaefer actually landed a role as Annie Barnes on ABC's One Life to Live. Um, it only it lasted about six months. Mm-hmm. Um, during that time, she got more into modeling, but she was actually pretty short in modeling stature. She was only 5'7". Oh, wow. Um, I wouldn't say that she was, you know, she, was a, she wasn't a big girl, but, she, you know, she was curvy. She was a very curvy girl. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, in the 1980s, if you remember, everyone was pretty anorexic. Yeah. Um, so she, her modeling career didn't exactly take off. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, she actually decided to form, focus more on her acting career. Um, she was also in uh, 1986. She was in Woody Allen's um, Radio Days. It's actually like a, it's a comedy show. Mm-hmm. Um, she performed a skit in there, but they never actually put it in. Oh. So she be, did become a little bit discouraged, but she started um, actually working as a waitress and she continued to do her modeling career. Um, and then, like I said, she did get end up getting the role as a uh, Pam in a Patty in a My Sister Sam. Oh, so that's mainly where her big stardom came. Yeah. Um, obviously, she was doing all these magazines. She even posed for Seventeen magazine. Um, she did a lot of uh, smaller supporting roles. Um, she did scenes from the classic struggle in Beverly Hills, which was really good. She did um, The End of Innocence. Um, she did a television film called Out of Time. She was also served as a spokesman for the children's charities, children's charity Thursday's Child. Oh, wow. So she, you know, she was a good person, you know, she was very, she had a really shining a career ahead of her. Um, I actually watched an interview with some of the people who worked with her, so she, her director, her manager, and they said she was like so excited to work. She was so enthusiastic, very confident. She had a lot of confidence in herself. Um, you know, she really loved what she did. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, so did someone else. Um, Robert John Bardo. Mm-hmm. He actually was the one who ended up taking her life on Tuesday, July 18th, 1889. Um, he actually... 1889? 1989. Oh my God. Thank you for correcting me. I'm like, dang, girl. Like, are we going back in time? Like, well, no. back to the future. It's my, it's my, it's my past self coming through. Oh, okay, sorry, okay. Sorry. I, I couldn't have thought sorry, that. <laughs> Anyways, um, he actually went to her uh, West Hollywood residence. Uh-huh. Um, he had been a fan of her and he'd been stalking her for... Three years. Oh my god. Three freaking years. That is um, crazy. Previously, he had actually been obsessed with, uh, it was a child peace activist. Her name was Samantha Smith. Uh-huh. Um, she was like this, uh, she was like an activist and a, she was a child actress, but she was really into peace. She was like an American schoolgirl. Um, she actually died in August 25th, 1985, um, when she died in a plane crash. So he was actually previously obsessed with her, which kind of creeps me out because she was a fucking child. Oh. So. Weirdo. Anyways, um, he actually would write letters um, to uh, Schaefer. Mm -hmm. Um, She actually only answered one of them. In 1987, he traveled to Los Angeles 
kind of hoping to meet her on the set of uh, My Sister Sam, but, you know, Warner Brothers Security actually turned him away, so he never got to meet her previously. Yeah. Um, he even returned a month later, um, but once again, he returned with the knife. And they turned him away. Same thing, security officers turned him away. So, like, he had already been kind of premeditated. He kind of bringing a knife to the Warner Brothers Studios, kind of like a red flag. In case anyone didn't know that. Yeah. Why would you let him out? You know, but, I mean, what can you do? Um, he eventually, he returned to Tucson, and he kind of lost focus on uh, Schaefer for a while. Um, but he actually had a shifted his, his obsession. Do you remember who Debbie Gibson is? Yeah. Okay, so he became obsessed with her, Madonna, and um, Tiffany Darwish, which is another pop singer back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tiffany. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, anyway, so he ended up watching uh, scenes from the class struggle in Beverly Hills in 1989, which then he saw her in bed with another actor, which was one of the things that triggered him to become re-obsessed with her. Yeah. Um, it was pretty sad. He once again started with the letters. Um, he actually hired a private investigator investigator to obtain her address oh my god that's crazy yep Yep. so you can imagine like that what the fuck like why why his brother even helped him secure the handgun that eventually shot him killed her oh my god so it's pretty creepy anyway so he ends up traveling a third time to los angeles Mm -hmm. um he actually roamed the neighborhood where she lived and he spoke to several of her neighbors, asking her, oh, he pulled out a, he had a vanilla folder. Yeah. And he had a signed picture that she had signed for him a long time ago. And he would show it to people, and he was asking if they knew where she lived, who had they seen around the neighborhood, to pretty much gain information about her and where exactly her residency was. Oh my God. Um, in the interview I watched, it was kind of funny, because they talked to people who actually spoke to him yeah and the whole time they were like no i never told him nothing and oh i'm blah 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 you know i thought it was weird but none of them reported it to the police until she was already shot he'd been doing it for three hours or so that's crazy like suspicion these things are preventable like someone should have thought that this was i don't care how crazy los angeles is some guy walking around with a picture of a little girl showing it to people do you have you seen this girl where is she where does she live that's um weird. red flags you know red yes. flags red flags in my opinion mm-hmm. anyway so um after that um he ended up finding out what actual like uh apartment she was in uh-huh. um at the time she was actually auditioning for the role in um godfather part three. Oh my god i love those movies really <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so she was actually preparing for the audition so she was expecting someone to drop off the script to her yeah so she when she got the first knock, she actually answered the door expecting to be the script. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, it was Bardo. Um, he showed her an autograph letter that she had given him. Uh-huh. Um, remember that one time that she wrote back to him? She did sign an autograph to him. Um, she had a short conversation with them. Um, she asked him not to come to her home again because, obviously, that's scary shit. Some yeah. crazed fan. He talked about how much she was her biggest fan. And she's not going to let him into her house. Yeah, hell no. He's crazy. I would be, if I was a celebrity and that shit happened to me, I would have been like, sorry, appreciate it. You're not coming into my house. But she did what she, what she should have did. You know, yeah. she did what she did. Anyways, he later left. Um, and then from what I recall in the interview, he actually went to a local food shop or something like that. And he ended up buying onion rings where he sat down 
ate his onion rings and he was actually carrying a copy of The Catcher in the Rye. Do you know what that book is? It's like a book about like gandhi. Like it's the same book that the guy who shot John Lennon was mm-hmm. reading when he shot him. Oh, he had a copy of The Catcher in the Rye, so I feel like I read that in junior high. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. I it's pretty much it. just like a, a book about being antisocial and shit like that. You know, it's, I mean, it's a good book. Um, but for some reason, that's always associated with assassination. Yeah. You know, that's but anyway, so he ended up returning to her home an hour later. She answered the door. Um, he reportedly said that when she opened the door, she had a very cold look on her face. Um, obviously, she was fucking irritated with this crazed fan. And he pulled up handgun and shot her one time in the chest oh my god where she actually um it was really sad because i'm getting a little like that's like scary stuff you never know who you open your door to um but anyway so uh shakener screamed um cops on the floor a neighbor actually called the paramedics um rode with her to a hospital where she was later pronounced dead 30 minutes after arrival wow so that was one of like the kind of like the ones that really stuck in my head because it's like it doesn't matter how famous you are or how not famous you are I mean it could happen to anyone like it happened to a celebrity I'm sure celebrities still have crazed fans Mm -hmm. um so to me that's kind of the one thing that really like stuck out to me like holy shit like you would think this girl is famous you know she wouldn't have to deal with these kind of problems yeah nope she ended up getting stopped and killed and killed it's so sad it's really, really sad. sad. It's it's scary stuff because you know it's kind of the society that we live in. Like you never know who's at your front door. It could be like it could be anyone. Anyone. Um, that was my first story. Good one. I liked it. <laughs> you liked it. Yeah. It was. It's really sad. It's so sad. I remember watching that like on. I don't know one of those TV shows. They had one about on Twenty Twenty. I don't know. If you I, it was probably Twenty Twenty. Twenty Twenty and ABC. ABC had a special about it too. So yeah. they it, went to like her actual house and everything. Yeah. 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 Was, it, it was really sad because, like I said, I mean, you never know. You never really know what what it is is happening behind the scenes. I mean, she had no idea this guy was really stalking her. Yeah. You know, I mean, unless you have that suspicion. I guess when you're a celebrity, because you get thousands and thousands of fans anyways. Yeah. Um, I guess it's different. Um, oh. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> the second story I wanted to tell you about is about 19-year-old Shanna Grice. Mm-hmm. Um, she had actually reported her ex-boyfriend to the police five times. Oh, my God. Leading up to the day that he murdered her in her own bedroom. Um, he actually... It was really sad. She reported five times. Um, they had actually broken up, and he just kept coming around, harassing her. Um, he had already been like physically abusive towards her. Um, they even fined her for wasting the officer's time over her irrational fear for her safety. They fined her after she had already reported him multiple times that he was stalking her and he was crazed. She generally feared for her life, and no one her seriously um which ultimately resulted in her death which like is so fucked up so he ended up slitting her throat before attempting to burn her body oh my god yeah so i mean that was just one of the things i thought was so like she was treated like a criminal Mm -hmm. for reporting what was happening to her no one took her seriously that's why like oh it was so bad 
Um, Michael Lane, which was the 19-year-old killer, he was handed a life sentence with a minimum ter term of 25 years in March 2017 over the murder, which took place in 2016. So this was actually recent stuff that actually happened. Oh, sorry. Um, it recently happened. Um, so that's what, like, kind of was one of the other things that kind of made me mm -hmm. I want to talk about was the fact that she reported multiple times and one took her serious and then the officers had claimed that she had made claims of jumping to the conclusion mm -hmm. and wasting their time and ultimately it was a stereotype that they placed on her situation and not taking it seriously and she ended up losing her life. That happens a lot. That's like so, what I read. Yeah. Um, but that was just was a little short one. I figured, you know, I want to hear what Angel has. <laughs> she promised me the good stuff. The good stuff today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> let me clear my voice today. <laughs> <clears throat> so the, sto the story I have is um, this girl from Cocoa, Florida. Cocoa, Florida. That yeah. sounds so like... I've been there, actually. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, I've been to Cocoa, Florida. Nice. We went... Oh, I was like, oh, girl, that was a long time ago. Went with my family, family trip, you know. Family trip. Family went trip. to Orlando and then went to Cocoa, Florida. It's cool. Nice, nice place. Um, so this girl's name, her name was Alyssa Blinkton. Like, Alyssa, I'm like, that kind of scares me because that's my daughter's name. <laughs> and you picked one? I, you know what? And well, you know what's crazy, too? is like what? the day she died is my brother's birthday. <gasps> it's crazy. You're very connected. Past life? Past life? Maybe. When, I don't when did she pass away? Uh, December 8th, 2010. Yeah, not past life. Yeah, not, not past, past life. life. <laughs> okay, never mind. Never mind. Carry on. But I was like, when I picked him, like, oh my God, that's my daughter's name. That's my brother's birthday. It's crazy. Continue, but, um, continue. continue. <laughs> okay, so she was 23. Um, she graduated from Jackson College. Um, all her friends and family described her, like, as a sweet girl. She was, you know, fun, outgoing. She started working at Hooters. Yeah, Hooters in 2008. So she was 21 at the time when she started oh, wow. working there. Um, and according to her boss, he said that she made a lot of friends there. And then obviously, like, a lot of men go there. So they, you know, they develop crushes or whatever. And yeah. they will come back multiple times a week, of course, and, you know, sit in her section, tip her well, which is probably, like, the usual thing for most of those girls. So, yeah, I mean, sure. I think, you know. Um, so... She noticed, uh, the girl started, not Alyssa started noticing that this older man would come and sit in her section, like, every day. He was coming every day. And so they found out he was a retiree. I don't know from where. They don't really, there's not much information on him. But he was 59 at the time. His name, his name is Roger Troy. So he was 59 at the time. Um, and he would come every day to her to her section at Hooters, sit there. He would tip her well. He would, you know, talk to her. So she would talk to him. And then um, he started He started asking her for her number. So she would always, you know, turn him down. Like, no, you know, I don't want to give it to you. So constantly asking her for her number all the time. So eventually she gave him her email address. Yeah, so she was like, okay, you can email me instead. So he gave, she gave him the email address. Um, he started, I guess, like emailing her, but she, it was something she never checked. She never would check her email. She just kind of left it at that. Um, and <clears throat> so once, once she started getting scared, cause he would like wait for her after work mm -hmm. to walk her to her car. Um, he would always try to like hug her when she was working, like, 
you know, touch her or whatever. So I guess the manager noticed this. She also told her manager, like, this guy's really weird, whatever. So he talked with the guy, Roger Troy, and told him, like, you can't be touching the waitresses. Like, this is, you know, not that kind of establishment, it's basically. very inappropriate. I can imagine. Yeah. What, cut his old dick off? Yeah, for real. So she, um, so I, he came back the next day and he was mad that the manager had spoke to him. So he didn't sit in the girl's section. He ended up going to another section of the restaurant, but he was watching her from that section. So she started getting really creeped out by him. Um, and at the time she had a boyfriend that she was with since high school. So they had been together for a long time. They were engaged to get married. And so she was talking to her boyfriend about it. They decided for her to just quit that job and they were going to just, you know, just move away and like hopefully he would go away. So they moved from Coco to Orlando, Florida. Okay. So which is probably like a good hour or two away. So she she distanced herself from... From the stock. From him. Yeah. From the guy. So um, everything was going well. She ended up getting married. And she just decided one day, like, let me just check my old email account. So she checks her her email account, and she found hundreds and hundreds of email of that guy, Roger, calling her a whore, a tramp, like, all kinds of names. Um, He was just, like, bashing her as a woman and just talking shit. And he was mad that she got married. He knew that she actually did get married? Yes. So he stalked her, like, even as she left. Yes, he stalked her. He would send her, like, pictures of, um, like, girls in, you know, sex positions, like, porn. Like, just crazy shit. Just send her all kinds of crazy shit. But she never seen it because she wouldn't. She wouldn't check her email. Yeah, she wouldn't check the email until she finally did. And so she reported it to the police. Uh, She tried to get um, a restraining order against him because he still was trying to contact her. And so when... She took 70 pages, okay, 70 pages of emails from him to the court, to the judge, did all her reports, she did everything she needed to do. The judge denied her request. Are you serious? For a restraining order. On what grounds? Like, what was his reason? Just not enough evidence? That's fucking ridiculous. 70 pages. 70 pages of stuff. And this is why I say our judicial... Judicial? Judicial? I can't even say it. Oh my god. It is garbage. 70 pages and they didn't do shit about it. Holy crap. They didn't do anything. So she ended up... um, uh, So when they moved to Orlando, her and her her new husband, her and her husband worked together. They worked at AT AT&T together. So, you know, they were like, you know, at work and they went to lunch they had lunch together and then they went back to work and I guess they worked in like different departments. Okay. So <clears throat> she went her way and her husband went his way. Um, and I think that she was at her, I believe she was at her desk and the guy Roger shows up Are you in her job at her desk. And she starts talking to him, and she's scared to death. Like, why is he here? Like, how the hell did he find me? And so she calls her husband and tells him, like, you know, Roger's here. Like, come now. So her husband's just on the other side of the building. So he's running. 
his way to get to his wife. At that time, the guy pulls out a gun and shoots her 10 times. Right there. Dude, I just got... I know, I'm like... Oh my God. It's it's horrible. He just, he shot her 10 times right there. And then he shoots himself. Shoots himself and kills himself. So it was murder-suicide. The husband gets there. It was already too late. He's like, the way they explained it was that the husband was like, you know, like, hold on, like, please, like, breathe, like, come through, like, don't die. And he was like, just crying, so distraught. And she ends up dying in his arms, pretty much, in her husband's arms. And they were only married for six months. That is so fucked up. And she had already reported. That's the same thing that happened with um, the other case that I told you about. Mm-hmm. They reported to the police and they don't take it serious because there's not, if I feel like, if there's not physical contact, mm-hmm. they feel like they can't really do anything about it. But like, all it takes is for someone like him to go that extra mile and, you know, it results into violence. That is so fucking sad. She's only been married for six months. Six months. She was only 23. Only 23 years old? 23. That is so sad. So he stalked her for two years. Two years. I was just... When I read that story, I just felt so sad. Like, that... Yeah. It's just horrible. Like, you... Her husband, like, she died in his arms. Like, that's just crazy. And that's, like, the sad part. It's, like... Damn. Yeah, it's it's not cool, man. These men, like, dude, he's old. He's old ass man. Like, why are you trying to get at this little twenty three year old girl? Like, I'm sure there's a lot of women that will do something with you. <laughs> Go buy a woman. <laughs> I know. I think a lot of it is like, um, like I said, like mental health, mental mental illnesses and stuff. Yeah. I know a lot of it's people who are like disturbed. They suffer from like, uh, like depression. Um, I read like a lot of it is a lot of uh. Like that arrow, I love that word, erotomania. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the big, big things, you know, all these behavioral issues that we have in our society that, you know, without treatment, I think it does result in these kind of, like, disturbed distortions of reality. Yeah. You know, you really think, you come up with all these feelings and you, you think that this person feels a certain way, but in reality, it's all your own distorted views of what the real world actually is. Yeah. It really F's you up because like, you know, everyone deserves their, their chance at life. They shouldn't be taken away because yeah. they don't reciprocate your feelings. Exactly. That is just, it's so crazy. <laughs> and I guess like the whole, the, um, the women's right activists were like pissed at the judge. And then all the judge had to say was, as a judge, you follow the law. You're not, I'm um, in set. Bless her soul. That's what he said. Can you believe that? What an asshole. I know. It, like, it's it's horrible. I was just like, that is just so crazy, dude. That's, it sucks. But, and yeah, you can't really find much on the guy. Like, you don't, I don't know if he was married or he had kids. Like, there's really nothing on him. He don't have no social media. No. I guess it's like, it's so crazy. I don't know. Maybe it's just like, people don't really maybe something that a lot of people aren't really talking about is what i kind of feel like or people don't maybe some a lot of times people don't really even notice the signs of stalking yeah you know i mean i don't know you have another story you want to tell (laughs) hit me with your best shot (laughs) it's it's just so crazy it's just it's really sad that these girls go through this 
us as women in general, we go through the most like we do go through some so much shit, you know? bullshit. Uh, yeah, not to say that men don't get stalked too. Yeah, um, there was actually a case. I think it was earlier this year mm-hmm. about I don't know. You probably heard about it about that woman who like ended up calling that guy. She went on one date with this guy. Mm-hmm. She ended up calling him like over like a hundred times. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's crazy. And then they arrest her because she like had like a freaking knife in her her car, and she was talking about how she wanted to like peel off his flesh and eat him. Yes. Like, she was crazy. <laughs> and then if you see the interview that she did with the police, she had this, like, crazed, like, dazed look in her eye. Like, she didn't look like she was all there. Yeah. She looked very, just completely fucking out of it. Like, if you I have to think of the name. I don't remember what her name was. But... No, I remember that story, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's crazy ass girl. Crazy. <laughs> Everyone's crazy here. Oh, my yeah, goodness. We got a little craziness. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. Go, yeah. go for it. Go All for right, it. so the, the other story I have is uh, her name was Rosemary Riley uh, from Grand Rapids, Michigan. She was 21 years old. Um, she was actually stalked by her ex-boyfriend, and she died November 6, 2016. Oh, you got me with the recent one. Yeah, these are, like, super recent. And uh, she actually had reported him to the cops or to the sheriffs or whatever like hundreds of times saying that he was stalking her he would call he would call her i read in the one of the news things that in one day her mom counted 89 calls holy shit in one day 89 girl i can recall 89 times 89 I mean, calls i don't even call people ask my mother i don't call people yeah i have like three phone calls on my phone <laughs> i don't call nobody just my kids <laughs> But, yeah, he, he would, like, really, like, just harass her, call her. He would text her if she didn't answer. That's insane. He put, and it was her ex-lover? Her ex, yeah, her ex-boyfriend. God. And he um, he even put a tracker on her car. He put a tracker on her phone somehow. Like, just some crazy-ass shit. And so he ended up, uh, she ended up getting actual an actual protection order against him. So they granted her the order, I believe, like nine days before he killed her. Are you serious? Yeah. But they didn't want to grant it to her because he was actually a son of a, one of like the cops. So that's why they gave her a hard time about it. And every time like she would call the cops on him, they wouldn't do nothing to him because he was the son of a cop. That's so, so bad. It was, yeah, it was, it was really bad. And so... He ended up showing up to... She was hiding out at a friend's house. He showed up to her friend's house at 3 in the morning. He dragged her out of the house. And he killed her. And then he killed himself. God. Mm-hmm. That is so sad. That's crazy. And he was the officer? He was the son of a police officer? Mm-hmm. That whole leeway thing is fucking garbage. Yeah. You know, that poor girl, you know, she did everything that she could. She took the right steps and the right measure. Same thing with the woman in the other room. What was her name? Um, The first one? Yeah. Alyssa? Alyssa. So same thing with Alyssa. He, she literally, they both took those steps. Alyssa and Rosemary took those steps to prevent themselves from coming to harm. And, like, it kind of shows you, like, a lot of kind of bias. Mm-hmm. When it came to like the having a police officer, I don't even know what happened with the seventy pages of emails. Yeah, you know maybe because it probably was different like cities. I mean, it's what I'm assuming, maybe. or maybe something like that. I don't know, but that is just ridiculous. Like, 
it's, it's I can't even imagine crazy. what the families have to go through knowing that like you know I'm young women you know who took the effort to protect themselves and ended up being failed and now they have you know now they're murdered yeah did the this other guy he committed was it double suicide too or? yeah same thing murder suicide um yeah she and then i guess too they when she would call the cops or the police on him they would just kind of blow it off as like a boyfriend girlfriend fight oh my god so they that's why it took long for her to get the restraining order against him and he would always track her down he would beat her like everything like, so like domestic i also read a lot of times domestic violence is also involved when it comes to like um, like different types of stalking, you mm-hmm. know, that's just insane. All these stories that's that really people crazy. have, um, you know, if anything, like I just want people to know, um, there are different types of victims to stalking. Um, so if any of these, you feel like these things are kind of associated with you, um, don't hesitate to like get help. I mean, there's a lot of organizations out there that help you, um, deal with like if you feel like you're being stalked um there's crisis counseling there's even like safety planning um there's also assistance in finding like domestic violence shelters like if you're a beater to battered woman or male because it happens to both Mm -hmm. um there's different hotlines and just a lot of like help out there if you guys need it um some of the things that i found were um like the type of victims that they have so um here's like a list of like the different victims of stalking that i thought was like pretty interesting because some of these Things I didn't even know were real, like, types of categories of stalking. Yeah. Um, so the first one was uh, prior intimates, which means, like, the victims had been in a relationship previously with the person who was stalking with them. Mm-hmm. So their stalker. Um, so it'd be, like, marital, you know, or dating stalkers. Um, they have one short, vivid encounter with the person. They become, you know, obsessed with them. Yeah. The next one is casual acquaintance and friends. So amongst male stalking victims, most are pretty much in this category. So it's um, a lot of times it's like your neighbors that stalk you or people that you know that you're friends with, but you're not immediate friends with. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one is actually, which kind of scared me, but it was professional contacts. So uh, me and Angel, we work with customer service. So mm-hmm. we deal with many different types of men and women mm-hmm. that come from long and far, you know, Very. that work with us. Um, but these are pretty much people who are stalked by like patients, clients, um, students, or pretty much certain professionals. A lot of times are like a healthcare, yeah. healthcare um, providers, teachers, and lawyers are actually the higher risks of people to be stalked. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really had any stalking instances at work. And I hope to leave it that way. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, especially when I work with a lot of truck drivers. Um, oh, yeah. They're all, like, weird. <laughs> no, you're not. Just kidding. Just kidding. We're like, you guys. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, so you get the occasional creep coming in. I mean, we've all had them. Every yeah. workplace has them. I've had them at the job. Um, just, I try my best to be polite, you know. But, I mean, there's always that chance. You know, you never know how someone interprets your actions. Um, the next one is actually workplace contacts. Um this is pretty much employers, employees, or customers. So I guess it more falls into this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's yeah. probably this one more. Um, pretty much it's just stalkers like that actually come to the workplace or stalkers that you see. Um, the next one would be strangers. So pretty much admirers from afar. You know, that person that you pass on the street that happens to just... See you all the time. See me all the time, you know. Someone on a subway you never really 
talk to, but they're complete strangers, but they, in their head, I idealize you or make some kind of romantic connection with you. There's none. Um, the last one is actually uh, the famous. So most of these victims are individuals who are portrayed heavily on social media outlets, um, but can also include individuals such as politicians and athletes. So this one's more like the famous people. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that I never get a stalker as school girls. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. all you guys. I don't think any of you guys are stalkers, but no. I appreciate all of you guys. I think you guys are great. I love this audience. I love when you guys send us mail and scary <laughs> stories. I appreciate it. Now your pictures. I Just love them. <laughs> please, please don't show up to my door. That's all I'm asking. Just don't show up to my door. <laughs> Just don't do that and we'll be done. Yeah. Don't show up to my car. Yeah. Let's keep our relationship over social media. Yeah. At a minimum. Just keep listening. Just keep listening. <laughs> Leave us those reviews. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, those were some incidents of like the victims of stalking. Um, once again, you guys, if you guys, on a real note, um, if you guys are being stalked or you feel like you need help, always reach out. Yes. There's different websites that help you. Um, numbers, hotlines you can call. It's always really important. Mm-hmm. You know, always your safety matters to all of us here at Cool Girls. Yes, it does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, uh, so to close off on a good note, um, feel free to follow us on social media at Girl Girls Here. We're on Twitter. We're on Patreon. We are also on Instagram. Um, leave us a nice ghostly message. We're looking for some good, scary ghost contact stories. We want to do another uh, listener story episode. Oh, yes. <laughs> We need to do part two. Yeah, we do need to do part two. We do. I have more stories. Has more stories for us. And she's going to try not to implicate other people for murder again. <laughs> I'll, I'll try. I had so many comments. They're like, oh my God. She knows a murderer. No. It Who is bad. that? It was malpractice, okay? <laughs> malpractice. Oh, I didn't even tell you about all the stories I got from that. No. She killed people. I was like, no, it wasn't her. It was someone else. No, it was not me, okay? People, it was just a story. I was telling you. Um, anyways, you guys, be sure to leave us a lovely review on iTunes. Those reviews really help us out a lot. Um, share this podcast with your friends and family and random strangers on the street. Just mm-hmm. throw our stickers at people. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, stay spooky, everyone. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs>